Evening slash afternoon slash whenever you are listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, this is the return of Red and Blue Hate Yellow. We would have had an episode last week, but uh, lightning storms in my general vicinity and my fear of being electrocuted uh, prevented that from happening. Well, that and a power outage halfway through recording the actual episode with the wonderful Mike Bashoff. Unfortunately, power outage, then no internet, so that killed that, and the two weeks before that, wedding, so, um, yeah, somebody got married, I don't know who he is, probably some douchebag. Um, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and so, there's been a lot that's happened since, uh, New York, uh, well, the U.S. men's national team showed kind of well in the World Cup, got eliminated by Belgium. Oh, dude, they did fine, they did great. Well, considering that we only lost to Germany one nothing, and as we're recording this, we're just watch. I'm watching the highlights of um, a game I've already watched, where Brazil got decimated seven to one by Germany. I'll take a one for language fans. Noah is incorrect. Decimated what? would have been ten to one. Oh, I'm sorry. Ha <laughs> ha! Pun. Oh, actually, Roman actually, Empire ma- jokes. I was just going to say that's back. actually a ma- that's a math joke. Bring him um, back. So, um, yeah, and uh, in Red Bull land, uh, the Red Bulls got very fortunate uh, the past two games uh, since we've recorded. Uh, we've Who the hell a, are you? What do you mean? You didn't introduce yourself. Oh, I'm your host, Noah Hotailing. With me, as always, is Sean McGovern. Well, Sorry, not I'm as always. Not as uh, always. Well, technically, thank yes. You, a big thank you to attempted co-host uh, Mike Dude. Rough show, but you know what, man? Um, I'm sure at some part I'll have a mental breakdown. So you are more than welcome anytime to fill in for me. Yeah, I was gonna. I was actually, if you weren't able to record tonight, I wasn't sure if you were still gonna be on vacation. Um, I was gonna just re-record the show on Thursday night because um, he couldn't do tonight. I was. I was originally gonna ask you if it was gonna be okay if he recorded tonight. Um, since I had kind of promised him co-host duties, and then it just kind of all fell apart from torrential hey, nature. You can't really, um, you can't really dictate when that's happening. Actually, as I said to Mike, I can try. Damn it, I can try. And then he called me full on Ted, Ted Mosby, which so I'm Ted Mosby. I have no idea what that means. Uh, you have never watched How I Met Your Mother, apparently. No, I have not. Okay, so. I don't get cultural references. <laughs> oh, God, I am pathetic. Okay, so New York, kind of lucky uh, to get a, escape a, a game in Toronto. Two draws since we last uh, had a podcast. Kind of lucky to get one against Toronto. Uh, I really felt like Toronto should have won that game. Uh, and the last play of the game, New York gets an equalizer. Um off of a great assist by Tim Cahill back from World Cup duty. Uh, nice little header into the box where it fell to Bradley Wright Phillips, and uh, Bradley Wright Phillips right now can't stop scoring. Uh, it's just a, it's a plague. He cannot stop scoring. He, he tries, but he can't. Um, and then a draw against Houston where we were um, – how do I put this nicely? 
jobbed out of three points by a referee who doesn't understand what a handball is and, you know, give gave Houston a lifeline in late in that game. I think it was like the 85th minute or something like that. Well, and hand jobs are never really what you want. Well, um, you know, <laughs> just, I can't. I almost, almost made it through that without laughing. Uh, but, you know, it, and unfortunately, New York, who had played a better game than Houston, uh, in my opinion, they, they started out very shaky. I mean, gave up a goal 42 seconds into the game, and uh, after that, you know, solidified it. Got two back of their own. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, again, can't stop scoring. Um, and that was, uh, you know, what happened in Red Bull land, if you want me to get into details. The ironic thing is, this story, and this is, I, I kind of want to eventually have Mike back on, maybe next week we can bring him on, just to talk about his experience with Open Cup versus the Cosmos, like that whole match. Did you go to that, Sean? No, unfortunately I did not. Okay. I couldn't remember if you had or hadn't. Um, because the referee for the uh, Cosmos Union Open Cup game was the same referee that uh, the Red Bulls had this past week against Houston. And Cosmos fans, I guess the referee had let the the Union Cosmos game get out of hand a little bit, and it resulted in a non-penalty call that Cosmos fans and players thought should have been a penalty call. And then down on the other end of the field, maybe gave a light penalty call to the Union. Cosmos players reacted poorly. Boom, bada, bang. Players, coaches, red carded, sent off. Bad kind of showing. Uh, and then Cosmos fans in- entirely afterwards because it was a pro referee were stating that because MLS and U.S. Soccer helped put the pro referee union or together that it was an MLS conspiracy, that we were just trying to stop the Cosmos from, you know, winning an Open Cup because that's their only way into Champions League and they were clearly going to do it according to Cosmos fans and it was this vast conspiracy and people at the time said, you know, no, sometimes refs just suck in North America. Happens. Everybody gets job by them. You guys wanted a piece I of I love how they have to specify only in North America. Well, I mean, everywhere it happens, but it seems to be in this region it happened, refereeing has not met a high standard except for apparently Mark Geiger which is funny because yeah, when he refs MLS when he refs MLS games yeah and he has done a terrific job while you know on FIFA, on international duty and refing FIFA matches you know I really um, hate that when our guys only take it seriously when it's international yeah that's a possibility I don't know if that's, that's true pathetic. yeah if that is the case you know my my hats off to Geiger you know He's, he's done a really good job. No, he I mean, has. So. He has in international. We'll see what happens when he comes back. But um, my, the, I don't know with, with the Cosmos thing. And it was funny because I lost my shit on was that Saturday? Saturday? So, yeah, Saturday when the Red Bulls. No, it was Friday. It was the Fourth of July game. I'm, I, I apologize. I was losing my shit that night. Like, I'm on Twitter saying, you know, I, I, I tweeted at pro referees in MLS. Like, this, you know, this is terrible refereeing, and it's cost us three points. A vital three points in this stage in the season. Like, this is a game that we really had three points. It was taken from us because a referee fucked his job up. 
badly. And I'm usually not the guy who jumps on a referee at the end of the game for the for the most part. I, there's not a whole lot of games where I go, oh, it's it's this is on the referee clearly. Um, and I mean, I guess you could look at the overall picture for the Red Bulls and say, well, they shouldn't have given up a goal 42 seconds in. But when true you statement. come back, well, yeah, it is a true statement. But when you come back from that and really have a solid game after that and late into the dying minutes of that game, you can tell Houston can't find an answer to break you down. And now you're you're just playing your game. You've pretty much won it at this point, 2-1. You've created your opportunities. You've created your chances. You've finished like you were in the home stretch. To have it at that moment come down to a referee in real time, screwing up a decision, not consulting the line judge. Nobody was consulted. It was him. Uh, you know, it was he made a decision and actually seemed hesitant that he made the right decision. Um, and didn't really stick by it until the Red Bulls came up and protested him. And then that was when he kind of got definitive, like, no, this is what it is. Um, it was actually a really bizarre whistle because he never actually points to the penalty spot. But as he's walking over to it, like, Red Bulls players are kind of asking him and telling him, like, it hit him in the shoulder, what are you calling? That's when he kind of, you know, pushes, you know, sends people in, in their directions and tells them to get lost. And it was kind of weird to see a referee not immediately point the decision and then, you know, just wave off anybody. It was it was really kind of strange in that aspect. But uh, Brian Barish of the soccer desk was uh, following me. He goes, man, you sound like some Cosmos fans right now. Because it's just funny. I actually don't know if at that moment he knew it was the same referee. And I said, funny enough, same referee. I said, but I'm also not complaining that this is a conspiracy to keep the Red Bulls from gaining points. It wasn't a conspiracy. It was just piss-poor refereeing. Piss-poor. Um, and so, you know, but it is what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you can't really start complaining about, you know, the English-Arab conspiracy to keep the Germans down. Mm. That's fair enough. Um well, I don't think the Cosmos fans had any right to, to, to be claiming that MLS is actively, like, there's this giant conspiracy to make sure the Cosmos never win the U.S. Open Cup. You know, Cosmos players should have kept their cool also and not gotten red carded towards the end of that game. I think they lost two players and a Philly player went also um, well, for alter, uh, alter Speaking as somebody who lost a player to a red card this past week, yeah, keeping your cool is very important. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll get is, to that. We'll get to that. Um, well, no, we we can move on to that Um, because I really don't have much more to say about the Red Bulls. Like, it's, it's been weird. The one thing I will say, and I actually didn't get – I was talking to, to, to Mike about this when the, the show cut last time when the power went out at my uh, apartment. But a player I've been really impressed with and stepping up is the, the young uh, Matt Miazga who has filled in the center-back role for Red Bull, just phenomenal. And in that Toronto game, there was a moment where Jermaine Defoe got on a little bit of a run, Miazga trailing, and I was like, oh boy, he's going to go one-on-one with Miazga here. And it, and it was on our side. It, like, it, was, it happened right in front of me while I was watching. Um, and I thought, this is dangerous. You've got a young kid, you've got a world-class striker in Jermaine Defoe. This could get ugly. You know, and instead, 
Miazga held his ground, never fell for any any of Defoe's tricks, played fundamentals, and just... And actually, it was awesome, because Defoe ended up having to wait for support to get to him, so he passes it to the second player, who's coming up to support him to get away from uh, Miazga. Miazga moves off of Defoe, who is now in an offside position, because he's closer to RN, and Miazga's trapped him there, and goes one-on-one with the guy Defoe passes to, steals the ball from him, and then boots it upfield to get it on a counter, you know, to get the counterattack started. Probably took all of five to ten seconds, but it was just, like, I literally stood up and was screaming after the play had, you know, developed as it did, because to watch a young kid go up with a world-class striker, and this moment of being, I don't know, uh, Mike and I had actually said on, on, on the Lost Audio, we were talking about DeAndre Yedling coming in in the U.S. men's national team and performing just amazingly and, and, you know, not giving Eden Hazard any sort of room in the Belgium game to do anything. And then being able to go on counterattacks himself and still be able to do both where they thought he'd play back and just play defensively because it was such a big stage. And it was that moment where you got a youngster who's too stupid to know that he's supposed to be scared. And that's... <laughs> Dude, you know, that, that might be the best way to put it, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was one of those things with with Miazga, just too young and stupid to know I'm supposed to be afraid of this guy. Not that I'm saying Matt Miazga is stupid by any means. It was just, you know, just that I'm not, why are you going to be afraid of Jermaine Defoe at this moment? He's just the guy sitting across from you. It's you against him. If you, like, you get these young guys who don't realize, well, it's Jermaine Defoe. He played for Tottenham. He's played for so-and-so. I think he played for West Ham for a little bit. You know, he's been on the English national team. He's a very good striker. When you don't, let that type of stuff interfere and play your game, play fundamentals and make sure that you win that one-on-one individual battle, you know, that uh, it, it was just awesome to watch. And actually, I guess Pecky admitted that because Miazga has been stepping up when he's come into games, it's let him trust. There's been two, uh, um, two other, the, 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 the right back and the left back, uh, Duvall and, uh, Oyongo. Oyango, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's brought them into games, and I mean, uh, Oyango's had two assists in the past two games, coming out of uh, the left back position. It's going to be interesting when Roy Miller gets off international duty and is back playing and fit uh, to see what happens if one of those guys moves up into the left midfield spot, which is a spot we've struggled with this season, um, where you have guys who can overlap and play defensively and offensively. But, you know, they're younger guys, and, and Pecky, I guess, wanted to play younger guys last year, but, you know, new coach on a short lease, he wasn't allowed to as much. Um, but now he can because Matt Miazga has performed as well as he has. So, you know, it, it could be interesting upcoming how this goes, where if some of these older veterans that have cost us money haven't that haven't exactly performed up to snuff start getting pushed by the wayside so we can bring youth in and bring our salary cap down pay these youth players and and you know there's something to that i think where the young guys you know uh you know might be where it's at for this team and which would be really cool to see because i don't think it's something that we've utilized as much of in the past um 
let's move on to uh, we had a decent segue before in your red card and I killed it I trampled all over it that's to, fine that's fine to talk about Matt Miaska and, well no uh, I mean hey the, the kid does deserve some press yeah I, uh, dude I tweeted him afterwards the next day I tweeted him at him I was like listen your work against Defoe was world class like I was like you're my man and I mean other people may have had better overall games but just that moment in against Toronto, I told him, I was like, you're my man in the match just for that. Like, in, um, you know, it was, uh, and he acknowledged it, but, you know, I, I think it's good when young kids are stepping up, especially in a league where we can get some older guys who not necessarily are operating at full speed anymore. Oh, who, who would that think? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying much. Oh, evil laugh, evil laugh, evil laugh. Okay, um, well, with the awesome segue now completely dead... Yep, I killed it. Uh, a lot has happened. Philadelphia has went on a five-game winning streak, if we're counting Open Cup matches, and I am because I need this, people. Except for Saturday. Yeah, will you let me get there? You already oh, okay. shit yeah, all yeah, over yeah. my segue. <laughs> Oh, I thought you. I thought for some reason you were blissfully unaware that Saturday happened. No, and, uh... I, I'm very aware Saturday happened. Okay, because I kept getting like notifications on my phone of the shit that was going down. The MLS app is the worst, especially like when your team's being has performed poorly, because it doesn't. It's it's late in its updates. Yeah, it's like three minutes late. It's no. Sometimes it's worse than that. I've well, been on the on. right. Will you let me finish a goddamn sentence? I vanished for two weeks. One, to watch a douchebag get married to a beautiful woman. And the other time, because I needed to get to the mountains. And then suddenly, suddenly, oh crap. You know, can't finish goddamn word. That's fine. What, no? you, no, what no, you no, think, no, no, just fine, because you fine, went on fine. a spirit that, journey, that I am all of a sudden going to stop trampling over everything you say? dance around a bonfire while Rocket's Red glared in a disgusting triumph, then goddammit, I was going to do peyote, get naked, dance around a bonfire, and around... Fucking rockets red glaring at a disgusting triumph. That doesn't mean I'm not going to stop interrupting you. Yes, I realize this, but it would be nice if you did. Well, it has nothing to do with you getting naked doing peyote and dancing. Damn it, I but can't peyote even fall. was first, you shit. <laughs> not in my mind. I don't feel comfortable in my body. You you took the peyote just to cover up the fact that you wanted to roam around naked and True. were already Once doing so. I got so. to the hotel, I did naked cartwheels, but that's because that's how I claim my territory. Anyway. Philadelphia went on a five-game win streak up until Saturday. Okay. Sweet Maria. Okay, um, and I would like it noted that in the previous MLS regular season match, Sebastian Batu totally bitch-slapped your uh, normal prediction of him. Well, he's been doing that. Like, yeah, I've yeah, actually, I'd I... like it noted that in one game, he beat your prediction. Like, even if did, did he have a, he did he have a brace... The entire season. No, no, I'm, yep. just, I'm just, I just want it noted that not only has has he done it, you know, for the year, but in this game alone he did it. So I think somebody owes somebody else an apology. More impressive. I'm sorry I shit at your wedding. Uh, more impressive. In 170 games, that man had never received a yellow card. Yeah. He received his first MLS yellow card last weekend against fucking Dallas that is nuts. well him and Casey 
Casey's been yellow carded. Before. Casey's been yellow carded, but those two guys pretty much throughout the season have been like, well, at least we have them. Yeah, actually, Casey has been better this season, and he hasn't been like that feisty guy who takes a stupid penalty. This season. like, yes, Connor Casey. Uh, Amber Lee would like it noted that she says fuck him. Um, Not with a so, stolen dick, but okay, you can do what you want. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> um, no, uh, they, he has played a lot cleaner game, and actually, you're probably right. Without him and Latou, I'm not really sure where the Union would stand this season. Below Montreal, probably. But, right. okay. And Akugo got his first goal since last June. No, the first. Well, here's the best part. Guess who his last goal was against? I have no idea. Fucking Dallas. Really? Yeah. Apparently, he is our secret weapon in Texas. But yeah, no, I mean, the the big thing about the night wasn't the end of a five-game winning streak, and again, I am counting U.S. Open Cup deal with the people of Earth, Mm -hmm. uh, was Adu's red card. Which, now having watched the highlight reel it's bad. about ten times, it's bad. I can see why he did it? Sort of? Question mark? Wait, you can see what he was, like, why he I can actually... see what he was thinking. Really? Yeah. I can't. I, I, I it, thought it was... It looks was... legitimately like, you know, he thought he was going to get the ball. And maybe be able to, like, clip him at the very end. I, oof, I don't know, Sean. He comes studs up through the back of somebody's legs. It's always going to be hard to get the ball in that situation. Maybe you're right, but man, I'm it's real. Back of the legs, like the got, like the Dallas player turns. Like I don't think he saw you do. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the motion this guy made. No, um, I think. But, but what I'm saying is, I think last second and. Yeah, he did go in studs up. I'm not forgiving the bastard. For no, it. I even think if he catches that dude in, like, the front of the legs while the dude's looking at him, that is always going... Even if he makes contact I'm with the ball... I'm not saying it shouldn't be a penalty. I'm saying it's always going to be a right card. It's oh, yeah. just you're endangering... Everybody uh, uh, no, in that yeah, situation. You're, <laughs> but well, you're, you're the, really endangering your opponent. I mean, that's never going to... I'm not I think, forgiving the action. I'm saying I see where he was coming from. I guess. I don't know. I think it's more just frustration and what was going on in the game at that point. It could very and... well have been that, too. I mean, because you figure that game, it wasn't terrible, question mark? It just it wasn't good to watch. You know, beyond a couple bright points, there's really just a lot of pain involved. <laughs> Which is weird, and um, I know... Um... The reason Mike couldn't do the show tonight is because he's going to the Open Cup. And and let me put it to you this way. If you're the current union... I can't think of what the current manager's name is. I know it's he's an assistant or something. And I apologize for the unprofessional um, attitude towards when the union. When have we but, ever been professional? Well, I'm just saying. But if you were him, do you just put all your eggs into the Open Cup now? Like, you swing for the fences on that, come hell or high water, even if you have to throw, like, a couple of MLS games to get guys rest just to get ready for the Open Cup. Swing for the fences on that. I mean, you're playing with house money at this point. I honestly think that um, in the case of the Union, right now, we need to win. Yeah. 
I mean, and we need hardware at this point. Okay. Because, I mean, we do not have a great track record with coaches, managers, anybody. Mm -hmm. Any position. Anything. So, I think it's going to be a situation of we're going to get something. At this point, paint a hubcap gold and give it to us, we'll be happy. (laughs) But just after the start of the season we had, and with it going from in hack we twat we <laughs> in hack we twast. I want to crucify Brian. Since it went Marriage from, is what brings us together, together today. today. Fuck me. Um, it's all right. It's... It went from in hack we trust to sack hack really fast. Yeah, super fast. And now you know we're staring at. A very long second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Which, in some ways, is good. In other ways, is absolutely a nightmare. So, if we come away with an open cup win, you know, fire off the six shooters in the air. You know, it has to happen. But if we don't, you know, it's, it's a long road to next season. Mm-hmm. It really is. And right now, it's like... Um, let me pull up the standings here. We're third from the bottom. Yeah. You know, with not that much going for us. Uh, we are third from the bottom, ahead of Chicago and Montreal. And you've played more games than both. Yeah. We're tied with Houston right now. And you've played more... Uh, no, Houston and you are tied in, yeah. in matches played. So... There's a lot riding on every game. I mean, there always is, but, you know, in terms of just morale and making it to the game after that, there is so much riding on the next game. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll say the same thing next week, regardless of the turnout. There's so much riding on this next game. It sucks, but it's true. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that's all I have to say is apparently I'm a terrible person for understanding why Marisa Du is an asshole. And, uh... No, I was just surprised that you've actually... Oh, never mind. No, here's the thing. I'm not defending his actions. I'm just saying I see where he was coming from. And And, and that it... While, yeah, he's going in studs up, dick move, I honestly don't think he was thinking penalty at the time. Or, you know... I'm going to or get avoiding a penalty or, or anything avoiding, like that. Yeah, you know, I I think he just went in stubs up to get a ball, and unhappy timing made everybody see. Dick move, dude. Dick move. Hmm. I don't know what I can add to that. I'm trying to think. Well, let's move on I, then. Okay. Uh, okay. Um. Because you have a massive game this week. Massive, I, massive, massive. Is that, is, that a, is that a take on the massive podcast? I'm not sure if you intentionally did that or just... I don't know. I don't know if you intentionally did that. Yeah. 
there, there's a mass that like that's what they call the the fan, certain fans. They have that massive blog for yes, the crew. Yes, they do. Okay, so that's I'm not sure. The if, joke. I wasn't sure if that's what it Your, was. I'm, I'm sorry. I really wasn't for noticing. I tried to make it funny. Okay, Eeyore. So, what the hell was I going to say? Well, let's let's take a look at the stats right now. You are tied with them. Yes, on the same amount. So it's technically a six-point game. Where, you know, you get that... I don't think technically, it's more so metaphorically. Huh? Metaphorically, it's a six-point game. Yeah, metaphorically, it's a six-point game where somebody gains, you know, it is and it isn't, but I understand what they mean when they say it's a six-point swing. Either you're... It's still really not. It's still really not. I don't know. I know people say it, but now I'm like, the more I think about a six-point swing, the math in my head is just really not making so much sense. So, Well, anyway, let's check this out. Uh, New York, in 17 games, yep. has four wins, mm-hmm. five, lo- uh, five losses, mm-hmm. eight ties. Yep. The same exact record For the Columbus as the hated crew. crew. Yep. The only thing that we have going for us is our um, our goals for... Surprisingly enough, our goals differential is exactly the same. Zero. Both teams have given up the exact amount... Same amount of goals. That's a bizarre stat. That's So it's fun. Attack of the Clones. So, yeah. That's a really bizarre stat, because you really look at it, and the only thing is we've just scored seven more goals all season. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what to predict with this one. Um, they looked better against Houston than they did in Tor- against Toronto. The how like It's at Red Bull Arena, but Red Bull Arena hasn't been that fortress it has been in the past for the team. I really don't know. Um, well, rather than... Um... Rather than go into how you think it's going to go, who do you think is going to show up for this game? You think, think it's going to be the younger side? Do you think it's going to be the old guard? I, no, I think it's going to be a mixture. I think it's going to be a mixture. I think the younger guys have... I, I think they have moments of speed and brilliance where they, they're playing really well. And I I think Duval and Oyango are going to have solid games. Oyango makes me a little... They both make me nervous for the same exact reason. They tend to pull in a little bit defensively too far towards the midfield. And last week, it really burned Oyango on that first goal, where he didn't get back to defend the wing the, the, the wing quick enough. It l- allowed the cross to come into the box. And, you know, uh, Olave had... Uh, kind of screwed up and let his marker go just a little bit and get the inside on him. But I mean, I've seen, I've witnessed Duvall do the same thing at the stadium. They both will, they they will slip inside and leave the wing a little bit exposed. And that makes me nervous. But other than that, I think they play very well. Like, and I think they're starting to get a better understanding for how you come up, how you overlap. I think Duvall's working a little bit better with Lloyd Sam, uh, sometimes I don't think there's a whole lot of chemistry there earlier when they first started putting Duvall on the right side. 
from what I saw in Houston, it was better. Um, it allowed them to do different things. Uh, I think your players late. I think Tim Cahill's going to show up. Uh, Tim Cahill uh, against Houston, he kind of wasn't his best game, but it wasn't his worst game this season. Um, the minutes he saw in Toronto, he came in fired up and had a really solid, you know, finishing half hour where he was winning balls in the air, which, you know, is, is I mean, that's a thing. Winning a header is, that's what Tim Cahill does. But he, he looked all right during Houston. I think he'll show up. I think Bradley Wright Phillips shows up. He's been kind of on a tear himself. Um, it's interesting. I don't know what the lineup's going to look like. I think the back four is going to be the same as last week. I think Miazga sits there. Um, Alave, if he's good to go, will play next to him. If not, you get Armando, which Armando's kind of a wild card. I I think it's going to be a combination of guys who show show up. And actually, after watching the Houston game, I think they're starting to function better as a team and... Uh, they seem more confident with themselves, I should say. So, with um, all that in mind, the one I'm not going to go. The one I don't think that I still think is trying to figure out where he kind of fits is is Henri. Believe it or not, um, he did have one, a couple of really good moments against Houston, but Toronto, I felt like Henri had disappeared through parts of that game, which is uh, a shame. Um, again, I think it's his last season, but um, he had one brilliant moment against. Uh, Houston, where he back heeled a chip. I've never really quite seen it done, but it came and uh, Cahill took it on the volley, like in midair, and put it against the post. And there's a great moment of um, Tally Hall afterwards. They got footage of him where you can literally say, see him saying, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> and it's in relief. And I think it was like that flashback moment to Tim Cahill scoring on the half volley in eight seconds against him. Because, like, there was no way he was stopping it. If it had been an inch to the right, it's in the back of the net. And he knew it. And, and it was just this holy... Like, you could... It, the camera cut to him just for a brief second. And you could see him just say, holy fuck. Like, thanking whoever for, you know, um, the fact that it wasn't a goal. Um, let me think. With that said... Columbus, I don't know. See, Columbus can be tricky, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the guys. I think that that they were upset that they gave up the lead to Toronto after going up one nothing, um, and then giving up two goals. I, I think they're playing a little bit better, getting their legs back under them from the World Cup break. I'm gonna say two one New York on Saturday. Okay. You have a game tonight. Do you want to give a quick prediction for that so it's on record or no? Uh, no. Okay, that's fair. And on the weekend. We have Colorado, number three in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck it, I'm going to be bold and say 1-1. Is it away or home? It is home. 1-1 at home. And uh, since the uh, vacation is done, I will actually be at that for the entire game. Isn't that nice? Yes. Uh, Mike might finally catch me. Well, for, for those of you uh, not playing along at home, you, you've, I've, you've, I've been trolling 
occasional co-host Mike Bashoff, and my brother, with just hiding in plain sight. To the point that it's gotten a bit ridiculous. So, this might be the time where I just, you know, say fuck it. I'm going to be here the entire time, I'm not going to pull any of the normal tricks. But yeah, uh, Philadelphia, Colorado. Same time as you, actually. 7 o'clock. Yeah. Still not sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to to the game this Saturday or if I'm passing. There's a friend who has a um, a birthday party, so I'm not sure if I'm making down the trip down to Red Bull Arena this week. Um, more exciting. Um, next Wednesday. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. There will be the Philly... New York away leg for me, home leg for Sean. Uh, unfortunately, it's a weeknight game, so it makes it hard for me to go down to the games, and I'm sure it, it, it makes it a little bit difficult for Sean. So what we have decided to do for this leg of the trip is we are going to do a... I'm not sure if it quite yet if it's going to be completely live or if we're just going to record it while it's going on of I say our, we do it live. Live, I have to figure out the semantics on how that works. Um, uh, you, we'll talk about this after the show. We'll talk. Talk. Call me tomorrow. Okay. So, possibly live. I will. I will make sure that everybody has the details on whether it's live or if it is just going to be a show that we record for an hour and a half and put up, up on our various YouTube channels. <laughs> correct. Um. Well, you can put it up on YouTube. I don't have a YouTube account. Well, the one that I post videos to. I will definitely put Which it up. Which is the definition of a fucking YouTube account, Noah. No, I have a YouTube account so I can comment. Which I don't do anyway. It's actually just so I can manage my subscriptions, now that I think about it. But, we will be oh, recording an episode. Sake. So, I am... I think we'll still do an episode Tuesday night, for real quick, just to give our predictions. We'll do that we hate each other, this is a divorce... Yeah, episode. you know, the the fuck you, I hate you for the next fucking 90 minutes. Um, we'll do that routine on Tuesday. That will be posted Tuesday night, uh, and you can listen to it all Wednesday while you're getting ready for that game, because I'm sure it will be exciting, because I'm sure a lot will be on the line, especially after this weekend's results, because that's how this always happens. <laughs> and we will be doing the show again Wednesday night while probably drinking and screaming various profanities at each other by the so time... So take they're... Thursday off from work. You're coming with us, people of Earth. <laughs> take Thursday. I'm not even taking Thursday off from work. I'm just going to work through the... I got orders. vacation time. I'm taking Thursday <laughs> off. This is going to be I, interesting. How good it's just uh, accept my poor decisions that I make Wednesday night and work through them. Cause... Hey, if I could stand in a groomsman line after my horrible, horrible decisions... Yeah, I should Pretty be able sure to go to work. You can operate a computer. Yeah, I would think. I would hope so. I was you, 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 you pulled it off very well, by the way. Um, <laughs> I rallied, man. <laughs> you I, did actually stone rally. Stone cold <laughs> sober for the entire ceremony. Like everything yeah. was done by then. I, 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 I'm occasionally awesome. That was it. Was that was a real man of genius moment? For those um, of you who don't know, Noah got hitched. And I almost ruined everything. You so, did not almost ruin anything. You just had a massive. There was hangover. the streaking, but you know. Uh, well, you just you know you had a massive hangover, but 
Moonshine and uh, Absinthe will do that to you. <laughs> Such a good time. Such oh, a good man. time. It was great. So, anyway, with that, um, you can find us on Twitter, Red, Blue, H, Yellow, um, at Red, Blue, H, Yellow. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red, Blue, H, Yellow. You can find our WordPress, www.redandblue.wordpress.com, or Red and Blue, Hate, Yellow, .wordpress.com. Almost screwed that up. I don't know what random blog would have seen traffic for that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Real Ace Spade. You can follow Sean at SMCG29 on Twitter. Um, you can Don't follow... forget to check out the Soccer Desk, our sort of sister site. Sort of partners in crime. I'm not actually sure what we... We're like their bastard Profe- child. It's a professional courtesy. A it's it's why sharks don't eat lot. lawyers. Yeah. You know? um, we are the little assholes they have adopted and put under their wing. Um, is that a good... That's a good That's analogy, the best way right? of putting it, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's the best way. And we are in, eternally grateful to them for putting up with our shenanigans and posting stuff on their website for us. Nobody um, else would. Believe us, we tried. Yeah. It's really hard to get a sponsor when you use the C word. Um, <laughs> this is a true statement. <laughs> really, really hard. Oh... We're uh, like Opie and Anthony, only not terrible Sean's people. parents wouldn't even sponsor us for 50 bucks a year. I mean, as soon as they hear the C word, it's just done. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, all the rest of our fucking language is goddamn fine, you shit. Yeah, yeah as soon as you drop one C-bomb, people oh, start looking at you funny. These asshat God. bitches and bastards just don't know. <laughs> oh, murder, 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 murder. Can get away with saying that, though. Weird world. I really thought you were going to do that to the Batman theme. I did. I no, I sued. No, no, I thought you were going to... Again, we, we don't make any money off this. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Murder, 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 homicide. There you go. I, I was wondering why the rest of it wasn't in the Batman theme. Like, you, 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 you started and then didn't finish. Um, murder, 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 murder. I just realized that IFC is actually running reruns of uh, the original Batman uh, TV series. Well, not the original. This podcast was about soccer. Wasn't that fun? Uh, Well, this is about soccer. Because I'm going to bring it back around. So, it was at that moment I realized that IFC has just become the giant hipster channel. And therefore, I don't know why they aren't airing Portland Timbers matches. That's the best you got? Or the New York Cosmos games. That is the best you can do. Uh, it was a weak segue. It was a weak bring it back around. But you made Dude, that was such a weak segue, it's a scooter. <sighs> Don't make fun of scooters, man. Not motor scooters, I mean like scooter scooters. Like, actually, you have to scoot them across scooters. <laughs> like razors? Yeah, I got you. Um, anyway. Hipsters don't shave. With that, I've been your host, No Hotelling. <laughs> Surprisingly sober during this, Sean McGovern. This has been Red and Blue Hate Yellow. Thanks for listening, folks. Namaste, bitches. (laughs) 